Welcome, Padawans, to the Wannabe Jedi Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we are going to be talking about Master Yoda. Yes, the Yoda. You know, funny story before this, we were in our quote-unquote green room. Obviously, we're separated right now because of the pandemic that's going on. And my wife hopped on the microphone and she said, just Yoda, no last name is what is what she said. And I said, or is it no first name? Oh. So Josh, do you think Yoda is a first name or a last name? That's a good question. I don't know. I mean, maybe, I think it's maybe it's. Both. I think it's a first name. <laughs> I think it's a first. I mean, people do have multiple names and or just one, but I think Rihanna goes by Rihanna, even though that's not her real name. Mm-hmm. I think that one name is pretty much a first name. So I'm going to go with with first name. Okay, so originally I think it's one, you know, it's a first name and a last name. But if I had to choose which one it would be, since we're going off of like Master Obi-Wan or Master Kenobi or Master, uh, well, they don't Mm. call him Qui-Gon Jinn, but I don't know. Yeah, that actually, (laughs) now I'm thinking about it, it brings into a different perspective because there are Jedis that go, they cross Master and then their first name or Master and their last name. Like Master Plo Koon, or you're not going to Master Plo. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe yeah. it is a first name. Maybe it, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> That's a, you know what? I will, I will create a poll on our, on the day that this airs. Listener out there, go to our Instagram at Wannabe Jedi Podcast. There will be a poll on there if Yoda is a first name or last name. Make sure to go vote. <laughs> now, before we talk about, any more about Yoda? Star Wars lines once again. Um, and as rem- so, I dropped the ball. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest here, all of the listeners out there. I, I dropped the ball. I lost the sheet that had our tally, oh. but I know I'm up by one. Yes. And, and Josh, jo- Josh is down by one. So we're gonna just we're gonna call this me one, Josh zero, and we'll go from there. Oh, we're um, starting from the be- beginning. Basically, we're starting from the beginning. I mean, I know our record wasn't great. I just don't remember. I just know I'm up by one. So we're going to go with that. Okay, that's fine. And since I'm up by one, I guess I will start. Okay. I don't know how I feel about this right now. <laughs> I think that there, there's a chance you can get both of them. Okay, good. My first quote is, the greatest teacher failure is. That's Yoda. That is Yoda. That is Yoda. There you- <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> it's all good now now we're tied again yes now we're tied, again. Now we're tied. okay <laughs> so my first one is the future is not yours yet tempted i will not be well that's yoda because it's just <laughs> yes that's why it's my easier i mean one. even it's easier because yoda has a certain way of speaking yes. so you, you kind of almost always get it yes wait <laughs> we're gonna continue this in a second do you think when baby yoda grows up he's gonna talk like yoda i don't know there's like a lot of like interpretations either he will or won't because we don't know anything about the species other than there is yaddle yoda and now this child baby yoda so which i <laughs> oh i actually really hope i hope baby yoda does talk like master yoda do we ever hear yaddle and maybe in the mm-hmm. comics, because I know she does have some comics, does she talk like that? Listener, if you're out, out there and you know the answer of how she's portrayed in the comics and how she speaks, yeah, does she speak know. like Yoda? Yeah, let us know. Let us know on that. Okay, so we're back uh, to Star Wars lines. Josh, here's my little bit harder one. Okay. Somebody has to save our skins. Oh, that's Leia. Yes, 
what episode I, I, you're oh, gonna get full credit okay I just wanna, i'm curious if you know what episode somebody has to save oh is that empire no that is it, it's a new hope a new hope after they rescue and they're stuck in the detention black gotcha okay i was either going empire or new hope i thought it was like when they were in the astro field asteroid field yeah, but she doesn't really take control in there. She's more scared at that point. She takes control as soon as possible after she's rescued. All right, Josh, hit me with your last one. My last one. What further evidence do you require of the Jedi's weakness? Oh, man. Um... I, I will tell you it's a, it's a Yoda-focused episode. And I'll say in the Clone Wars. I'll give you that. It's Ventress, isn't it? Yes. It's, yes, it is. It, it was either... It is? Yes. It was the very first episode, right? Yes. <laughs> she was talking to... Uh, 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 <laughs> the Tordarians. Yeah, the Tordarians. Oh, man. I almost said Count Dooku, and that would have... Because those two are kind of both talking in that episode. I'm glad I got that. That is a... That's a, it was a hard one. I, I wanted It was to. a hard one. I, you, <laughs> if you saw me, there was an intense focus. I was like, I can't let you tie up with me. It's not a lot. <laughs> I was counting on you saying Count Dooku, but it was I. I was very close. So that leaves me with three to two. I'm still up by one. Okay, I'm writing that down now. <laughs> Until we lose down. another sheet. Until we lose the another sheet. You know, we have like technology that could save these records, but something old eh. school about pen and paper. You know. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I'm feeling that right now. I'm taking notes during grad school and. That pen and paper. <laughs> yeah. But that's true. Let's get into Yoda again. Kay. Master Yoda. Or Hermit. Master Yoda. Hermit Yoda, if you go from the OT. <laughs> mm, true. Wars aren't what make people great, so just remember that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so first note I have is that he did live to be nine hundred years old. Yes. Really interesting that it was 900 on the dot. Makes you wonder, do Yoda species only live to be 900 on the dot? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think there was a lot of stress and the force related as to why he passed away. I mean, think about it. He was like a big warrior this entire time. And probably he probably pulled a few muscles here and there when he was <laughs> jumping and flipping around Dooku. I, th- I think that there's a chance he could have pulled some muscles. And Sidious. It was probably Sidious. Is him in episode three versus Sidious. With the lightning. Yeah. lightning um even in like the him versus sidious in like the uh, when he was learning how to become a force ghost like that was a lot of stress on him because he did yeah. get ended up getting shocked from sidious to save anakin in that last episode of season six so you're right yeah i i <laughs> my money is on the fact that he probably pulled a muscle during those fights and it was probably he well he couldn't go seek medical attention so he couldn't get like you know like the proper physical therapy Hence why he's limping. And then on top of that, you also have the lightning induced, which which probably took a few years off. Yeah. But I, I agree. I don't think Yoda species only last till they're 900. Because also that makes me really sad. Because then baby Yoda goes 5% of his life without even being able to speak. And, and that's all that we see. So it could be a few years down the line. Now he's starting to speak. So that's like, it's a long time. I think it was just his time, Yoda's time in the Force, especially since they thought, well, the developers of the the OT, the original trilogy, probably are like, oh, this is a good time for him to become a Force ghost before he before Luke battles Vader and Sidious, and I think it was just 
poetic that they they wanted to him to become a force ghost at that moment instead of just oh yeah surviving and then after luke comes back just say then he turns into a force ghost like no they wanted him when luke was there he was jedi knight already ready to train and fight vader and sidious yeah that's i think it was just the the writing was poetic so very interesting i want i want to bring this up because we do have more information on baby yoda and how yoda species age yes So, in Empire, Yoda highlights, for 800 years have I trained Jedi. Mm -hmm. Baby Yoda is 50 years old and still doesn't even speak. Still a baby. Yes. So, do do they develop very rapidly from baby to adult? They have to. If 50 years and you're still a baby... Granted, I don't think <laughs> Star Wars was meant to be nitpicked over this much, but we have a podcast, so we have to. <laughs> yes. But that is very interesting that starting at 100 years old, Yoda began to pass on what he had learned. So maybe he just developed early on, and so he was still technically a youngling, but he was just so advanced in the Force that he could start training. Mm-hmm. You know, like almost like a Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory. Wait, do we have to get... We might have to get approval on that, right? <laughs> <laughs> wrong, wrong franchise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love Pasadena and I love Big Bang. <laughs> so that's why I bring it in. So maybe it's like a Sheldon Cooper circumstance where he's incredibly intelligent and therefore can start teaching and almost like graduates college at six years old, basically. Yeah, is what he, it's equivalent. To. I'm thinking that sometime in maybe 75 years old or maybe 80 years old or 90 years old, maybe that's when. A Yoda species can talk and be communicate with with people. So I don't know. That's what I'm trying to think because I'm trying to think of the timeline of Empire to Return of the Jedi and then now Baby Yoda within the Mandalorian series. So definitely, if he says 800 in uh, Empire and then 900 yeah. when he dies in Return of the Jedi, what there's a, there's a couple year gap in between. So I don't know. It's it's very interesting. Yeah. But so, but one thing worth highlighting in addition to that is it could be so they physically could be done developing by then, and then their brains just have a very fast development. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone develops at a different pace, so maybe they just have a very rapid brain development after they get past their like maybe it's their physical development. You know, obviously they're pretty small. Mm -hmm. Yoda Yoda is very small. So maybe that takes a long time to develop, but once that develops, then their mental development and their, I guess, force development is very rapid. So it could be something like that. It could also be that Yoda was taken in by the the Jedi Order at an early age. Yeah, and so he could start be trained versus Baby Yoda is just being trained on um, <laughs> by a bounty hunter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean... Definitely, the knowledge is different between yeah. Yoda and, I guess, Baby Yoda, the child, if if you will. <laughs> Very interesting, though. I'm I, I know that this is like a crossover between Yoda and Baby Yoda a little bit right now, but I thought I think it's very interesting. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. I don't know. Let's get into to Yoda's timeline. I mean, we know that we see him in Episode One, A Phantom Menace, until Return of the Jedi, and then when he's a Force Ghost later in The Last Jedi. Yeah. So yeah. That's so we see that kind of timeline. He's has a bunch of arcs in the Clone Wars. He pops up a little bit in Rebels. Maybe we'll see him somewhat in the Mandalorian with Ahsoka coming on. I mean, maybe as a as a vision or maybe a, a callback or a flashback. He does say Jedi 
to um, Ahsoka, and I, Josh, I, you probably don't know this, but recently, in like the last 24 to 48 hours, Hasbro released their, I think it was like their Black series of the Rebels. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting that they released this three years after the end of it. And there is a reason for that is because it's most likely they will announce officially the sequel series. Hopefully soon. I think that that was their big buildup for Celebration. But since Celebration is so up in the air right now, yeah, um, we could be looking for that. Now, the toy doesn't have Yoda, but you do bring up an interesting point. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka probably has to continue her training somehow. I would actually be for seeing Yoda. Maybe not. I wouldn't want to see her go to Yoda. Yeah. On Dagobah. Or, well, no, at that point, Yoda's not even alive. In the sequel? After oh yeah, in the sequel, you correct. So it would just have to be visions. You're right. You're right. Sorry, timeline, yes. timeline, brain <laughs> fart. <laughs> but before we even get anywhere to that, I think the only thing that the listener out there might not have knowledge on is pre episode one, because mm-hmm. we can speculate about post episode six before eight. I think that'd be great to speculate about. Yeah. But I think before we do that, because everyone knows about Yoda from episode one to episode eight nine you could say you could say or you can hear him he's in there you yeah, hear him you hear because him. of ray but for before episode one pre-invasion of naboo a couple of things i want to highlight so he undergo the gathering which is when a padawan receives the kyber crystal um and it's the same professor professor yu wang mm-hmm. that helped him construct it oh the same professor <laughs> Voiced by David Tennant, who won an Emmy for it. Yeah. My favorite. Which is just so interesting to me. Like, that robot, or that droid, sorry, that droid, I don't want to be discriminatory. That, that's a very derogative term. I apologize. That, that droid probably could have used some updates, and it's still the same one from when Yoda was a youngling, which is, you know, 900 years ago almost. Or not, wow. uh, probably, probably like... 850, yeah. Depending on probably where like, you are in the timeline. <laughs> true. Probably about 850 years prior to yeah. when we see him. So I just think that's so interesting that, like, they never upgraded the robot. Yeah. I just love David Tennant, and his he, he he's a voice actor just like Mark Hamill. So, like, Mark Hamill and David Tennant, if, I, if they were in two media together, I'd probably be, like, fanboying out. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, uh, for me, <laughs> um, <laughs> not the end of the world if I don't see them together, uh, or I wouldn't be fanboying out like crazy. I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, I mean, they would be good. I mean, one Mark Hamill's kind of like the DC Joker, and then we know David Tennant was. Oh, what's his name? He was in Jessica Jones, uh, Purple Man. He was the villain. So both Mark Hamill and David Tennant play great villains and just phenomenal vo- voice actors. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Going back to Yoda now, though, I tried super hard. Josh, I don't think you looked into this, but I'll, I'll ask you anyway. Did you have anything on Yoda's Jedi Master? I couldn't find anything other than his master told him the tale of uh, Kung Fu and Chuang, the two great Jedi of the past. I did not look up anything based on like his master, but I know he was the master of countless Jedi, of course, and he was 
predominantly Count Dooku because Count Dooku was the main villain and the second in command of the... Uh, and his last Padawan ever, yeah. Yeah, and the last Padawan ever of in the Clone Wars or before the Clone Wars, I should say, Darth Tyrannus. So I like how like it's Yoda is the master of Count Dooku and then Count Dooku was the master of Qui-Gon Jinn and then Qui-Gon Jinn was the master of Obi-Wan. And I know we're getting into a little Count Dooku, but Count Dooku was upset with Qui-Gon passing from Darth Maul. And actually, that's like a weird triangle because you can say that Count Dooku took Maul's place and then his <laughs> Count Dooku's Padawan It's got a killed. weird force <laughs> triangle. It is. It's a very weird force <laughs> triangle. So, yeah, definitely an interesting dynamic that they have within the with Yoda being the master of and training Count Dooku, I should say. Yeah, I agree. It was weird because Dooku was actually supposed to become the apprentice of a uh, Lene Costana. Mm-hmm. And he was actually upset when he learned that he was going to be Yoda's apprentice. Yeah, because which, they didn't agree on some stuff, right? Yes, correct. But to me, it's like, I'm going to become a Jedi. Who better to learn from than the guy who's been training for 800 years and has trained over... I think that it was stated that... Yoda trained over 20,000 Jedi. Like, wouldn't you want that? <laughs> yeah, and he's also the Grand Master of the Jedi Order. So, like, you can't get any higher than that. I mean, yeah, ar- arguably, maybe Mace Windu, but, <laughs> I mean, Yoda... But even with that, I feel like Dooku should be, like, excited because even if he disagrees with Yoda on things, they could have, like, a discussion. It's almost like scholars talking. They might not agree, but they have these thoughtful discussions. Yes. And instead, he's just like, yeah, I wanted Lene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Yoda still got to teach the younglings and how they have the like the training the youngling lightsabers in episode two and then when Obi-Wan loses a planet. <laughs> yeah. How embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't want the pressure. That's fair. Definitely a good time for Yoda. I mean, before the rise of the Empire and before he fought Darth Sidious and so let me let me ask you this question. There was a lot of stuff uh, since the new Clone Wars season just finished. There was a lot of good questions about t- when we talked about in our in our podcast episode with, uh, covering that episode as well of Ahsoka telling Yoda that Sidious was manipulating Anakin. But I want to go a little bit in- deeper into that. I want to say, what if like Mace and Yoda switch positions and Yoda was going to arrest? Palpatine with the other Ooh. Jedi. Yoda would still live. The other Jedi masters wouldn't. 66 still would have occurred. Maybe maybe Anakin doesn't turn and maybe then you get Anakin and Yoda teaming up to take on Palpatine. Yeah, a lot of people said because Mace was being the cocky. yeah, being cocky and being rude to Anakin and take a seat, young Skywalker. Like Well, and <laughs> we see it him in the Clone Wars episode being just an absolute uh oh yeah gosh, do you have a sensor do you have a sensor <laughs> <laughs> beep uh, an absolute beep there we go I got that uh to Ahsoka and yeah cause like yes as a citizen yes citizen oh my oh <laughs> and I mean okay Mace is like probably the second command to the into the in the Jedi Council he is a very strong being because we know he developed his own fighting form Vapod that takes in dark energy and that actually allows him to keep up with Sidious so a lot of people yeah we're, we're speculating what if 
you know, Yoda and Anakin were together, would Anakin have turned to the dark side? So, you know, Yoda and Anakin had a different and better relationship than Mace and Anakin. The only thing is we do see Yoda and Palpatine face off after Palpatine's already been hurt from the lightning mm-hmm. and he doesn't win. So, and, and Anakin shows up slightly later after Mace already kind of defeated Palpatine. Yeah. So it could be that Yoda could have been defeated and, and 66 still would have happened even if it was reversed. I think it would have depended if Yoda could hold on until Anakin showed up. Yeah. And then depending Anakin's actions, I could see an alternate universe where that happens. Just say instead of Mace fighting Sidious and then pretty much Mace deflecting all the lightning back into Sidious, it would be Yoda and then Anakin would come back and then... Would he stand against Yoda, or would he stand against Sidious with Yoda in that scene? If I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like to think that he would be with Yoda, but at the same time... He still wanted to say Padme. He still would want to say Padme, and if he chose going down that path, he would never be able to. Yeah. I mean, granted, he never was able to to begin with, unless because we know from the world between worlds, unless that was the idea of somehow that, that was what... Sidious was hinting at was that the world between worlds is a pathway to saving the one you love. Mm -hmm. Could be something related to that. I don't know. We'll continue this discussion after the short break. back padawans we are continuing our discussion on yoda and josh you had something you wanted to ask so last time we talked about kanan and obi-wan who was the better jedi master so i'm gonna shoot the same question back to you who was luke's better master was it obi-wan or yoda in terms of actually being taught i think yoda was Yoda taught him a lot about the Force. Not so much about lightsaber skills, though. So it's very it's very unique. Yoda seems to have a very large understanding of the Force. And obviously, he's a great warrior, even though wars aren't what make one great. Going to bring it up again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in terms of lightsaber skills, Obi-Wan was the better teacher for that. It, at least getting him into the Force mm-hmm. and into the basic lightsaber skills. Um, but I think Yoda, even though Obi-Wan opened the door to the Force, I think Yoda w- really showed how much you can do with the Force. So I, I do vote. It's two different Types. teachers. It's yeah. almost Yeah, it's almost like if you have a math teacher and a reading teacher. They're, they're two different skill sets. Mm-hmm. They both give you larger knowledge, but it's two different skill sets. So, so okay. that's my answer. What about you? I mean, I agree with you now that you say that. I was just thinking while you were explaining that Obi-Wan was more of a lightsaber duelist teaching Luke and then Yoda was a force. It was so the colors of the lightsaber actually do reflect Obi-Wan blue having a more Jedi Knight aspect to it where he does use his lightsaber more. And then the green lightsaber is where you do use more of the force. So you try to stay away from your lightsaber. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But I agree. I think Yoda definitely had a lot more time to train Luke again in comics and in 
other uh, media, even like in non-canon, there's been implementations to train Luke through the Force as Obi-Wan. So even when Obi-Wan died, he still was able to teach Luke again, even in Episode 4 when he was going to blow up the Death Star, to use the Force instead of using his targeting computer. So definitely two different types of teachers there. So yeah. Yeah, I agree. That does lead into a question that we had from one of the listeners out there. This question is, in canon, Yoda wanted to train Leia instead of Luke like Obi-Wan wanted. Do you agree with Yoda, and how would the rest of the saga be different if he did? That was asked by, actually, Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast, which we will talk about that a little bit later, but... I think... I was reading, okay, so I, I was, right as you were asking the question, I was, I read an article saying that post episode three, or I guess when Obi-Wan, Yoda decide to go into exile, and Obi-Wan looks over Luke, and then Bail Organa looks over Leia, there was a secret brilliance to Yoda's plan. So Yoda, what this article said was that Yoda, he believed in the Force. He, no matter what, he knew that the Force was going to balance itself out and overcome the Empire. So he thought that Luke, since they brought Luke back to the Skywalker farm, the moisture farm on Tatooine, that he is just going to stay there and then whatever he does with his family, it's not going to matter. But Bail Organa and Leia, that's who he's going to eventually train. That's who he thinks that is going to overtake the Empire and bring balance to the Force. So how do you think that then that would change the series? To me, I think it's still the same series, other than the fact that instead of someone longing for to make a difference in the world and to get off a, a place that it feels like you're going nowhere, mm-hmm. you have someone almost like Phoenix Squadron that just want the Empire gone. They want to just have these small little victories and give back to the people. Yeah. So I think it almost turns into a Phoenix Squadron and a Rebel. So I'm very happy they don't because we do get Rebels out of it. Yeah. And I've brought up Rebels quite frequently. I really enjoy the series. I actually think I like it more than Clone Wars. I think um, just because of what happened in Episode 4 and it was time that with C-3PO and R2-D2 coming in and I think that just pushed Luke to become the... I don't want to say chosen one because Anakin, and I think in, even in canon, Anakin's still the chosen one. It's still, I think, just that event happening. Again, the Force chose Luke to, to bring balance eventually at the end or help his father bring him back to the light. So definitely the Force had its own way. And eventually yeah. Leia, we, as we know in The Rise of Skywalker, she trains with, with Luke until she, she can't anymore when she has the vision of, of Kylo Ren and... And we'll talk, and that's another story for another time, but. <laughs> yeah. I actually, so I, I would argue, I mean, this is going to be something that we'll we'll talk about, I think, with the Leia episode. I Because of how I know I'm going to be um, as a father, and that is I will I am willing to bet money that I would spoil, if I, if I have a daughter, I think I would spoil them. So I think if it was Leia, the daughter of anakin skywalker you know that would i think that that would be a larger trigger point for anakin and darth vader to turn back to anakin and it would be faster so i think that it could alter how six happens yeah but i don't think it alters how four happens and five happens with the training maybe maybe five because that's when you do first learn that anakin is luke's father so maybe it would alter from five and on 
Yeah, that's why Yoda was very deceptive at the beginning when Luke yes. crashed into Dagobah. So, he, the, again, it was the Force that brought him, Luke, because Luke didn't know where to land. He crashed land, and the next thing you know, Yoda's right there. So, on a whole planet. So, again, the Force, I think, chose Luke to be to be the main person of the original trilogy. Yeah, but I agree. Leia still has a, a vital part in the whole thing. She's she's strong. She knows what she wants. And uh, like I said, eventually she does train with Luke. And as we see in the sequel trilogy, she does play a major part. She's the general. And we know she trained as a Jedi, trained Rey. So definitely an interesting approach and a great question from yeah. one of the listeners. So yeah, um, going off onto some more questions that we so we reached out to you guys out there and asked you to give us some of the questions that you have about Yoda. And so I, I have a few more that I want to list off with the pretty much the remainder of our time. And the next question is, how would you react if they release a name to Yoda species? And that was asked by Carlos. And I gotta tell you right now, Carlos. I would hate it. I I agree. I think it should not be touched. <laughs> it's gone on this long. Just leave it. You you can disclose the home planet. That's fine. I'm fine with learning the home planet. And, or if he's made from the forest almost, that's fine. I don't want to know his species because it's been an, a question that's been asked for so long. And I think it would devalue it a little. Yeah, it's it's just supposed to be a mystery forever in Star Wars. I hope. Yes. <laughs> we can um, only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. Next question I have is what is your favorite Yoda quote? And that was asked by Steven. Do or do not. There's do or no do try. not, there's no try. Okay, that's a fair <laughs> one. I've been quoting it since this episode started because I had this question in mind. And wars are not what make one great. I like that quote. I think it speaks volume with where we're at as a society. Obviously, there's been a lot of crazy things going on. I do want to throw that I do like Yoda's sounds that he makes in episode <laughs> episode five, Empire. He like hits R two with his little cane. To... <laughs> I don't think that's a quote. It's I don't. Quote, I don't think that I, works. I wanted to throw it out there that you know, hmm. <laughs> and he starts hitting R two. <laughs> mine, mine. <laughs> so. That should have been my quote. That should have been my quote. <laughs> Actually, listener out there. Could you please Photoshop Yoda with the pelicans from uh, Finding Nemo saying mine? <laughs> Could you Photoshop those together? Please. We'll, we'll post it on our social media. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you a shout out. Yeah, definitely worth it. Okay. Another question I want to ask you. What did you think about Yoda learning how to become a force ghost in The Clone Wars? Talking to Qui-Gon. Very interesting considering Anakin didn't have that. We didn't see that at least unless it's someplace that we haven't seen yet. Well, a lot of people argue that he's the chosen one, so he gets like a free pass. But as we know, like Qui-Gon, I mean, he didn't finish his training, so he didn't become a Force ghost. Yoda did, and he's a Force ghost. Obi-Wan did with the help, hopefully in the Obi-Wan TV show that we see, gets help from Qui-Gon. We see his connection. Yeah. yeah so. But what I don't understand is... The chosen one argument doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, realistically, we all know the answer was because they had the CGI capability. Yeah. Like, we know that that's the answer. But I think and I think that the chosen one argument doesn't make a lot of sense because we see things like even though you're the chosen one, you don't have all the force abilities. So you don't get a free pass to learn all of these. Yeah. So that's why it's like 
there's one ability you get a free pass to know how to do i disagree with i don't think that that being a chosen one equates knowing these force abilities yeah so i I mean realistically the answer is that they had cgi capabilities that they didn't have prior but i I liked yoda i liked how they explored what yoda had to do to get the ability to become force ghost and eventually become force ghost in episode six and then we see him in the last jedi so pretty cool yeah i i agree i that episode is my favorite but it is very interesting to see how yoda even at 800 something years old was still expanding his knowledge on the force it's very interesting and r2 went with yoda i mean we talked about this where you know r2 why doesn't r2 or yoda recognize each other so um yeah, but that's a <laughs> again. I'm chalking that up to a delusional mind from, like, like I said, there's rapid. Uh, I think that they have their bodies develop slowly, and then their minds develop very rapidly. So I wonder if the decaying of the mind is a lot faster than the body decaying. That's true. I, it could be something like that as why he couldn't see it. Maybe, maybe he had bad memory because of everything or maybe because he took a lightning bolt to his <laughs> to body the head? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it might have might have caused it too oh, anyway shit. to wrap up the listener questions out there this last one is what is your best yoda moment what do you think is the best yoda moment and that was asked by dominique mm, that's a that's a very good question <sighs> it's a very good question my best but not all that man i i i'm thinking about this right now and i think Maybe not in terms of the series best, but in terms of something that just makes me happy when I see it. That's what I'm going to base it off of, is my best Yoda moment is actually in Attack of the Clones when he puts down the cane and then he just turns into an acrobat or a gymnast <laughs> or whatever you want to call it. Every, A lot of people don't like that scene because it's like, oh my gosh, he went from limping to being able to do these crazy acrobatics and everything. But... Whenever I watch it, I just can't help but smile. And and I think that that's a great way to like, it's it's something that I'd love to talk about is that, you know, everyone's going to have differing opinions. Everyone's going to like different things. And so for me, that's the best moment. And other people might think that that's the worst moment. And that's okay. Like, it's just my favorite moment. What about you, Josh? Okay, I got two. One, I, I do like in The Last Jedi when, I guess, Frank Oz, when he is puppeteering Yoda to bring down the lightning bolt. I think that was just a, a comedic moment. You know, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of a lot of comedic moments. Again, a lot of the Marvel franchise there and even Star Wars, there's like com- comedic moments that aren't really necessary. And there's actually a term for it. I, I don't remember the term off of the top of my head, but there's a term that says like, you're supposed to be in a serious moment where then the movie actors or those movie scene brings up a comedy and it just brings down the mood and your feelings of 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 that scene so i don't know i kind of liked it i thought it was just a funny little endeavor to teach luke even after he becomes a jedi master and then the first episode of the clone wars that is my second time that my second uh best yoda moment where he actually cares about the clones that survive with him yeah, and eventually showing how he could beat a whole battalion of droids and even school Asajj Ventress by taking her lightsabers with one hand. <laughs> true, I, I think true. it, 
I think that was just very clever. It started the Clone Wars off in a great manner, especially since the whole arc of the Clone Wars that we don't get in the in the cinema in the film is that the clones are actual people, and we need to we need to acknowledge that they are individuals instead of just clones and and droids fighting each other. So, Josh, I skip over that episode anytime I've rewatched Clone Wars. Really? Why? I I just it, it's that's when I feel like it was a kid's show before they started transitioning it more for to capture a wider audience. Yeah. So I always skip over it because there's just some really corny lines in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it is nice to know that he cares about the clones and we do see how people do care about the clones and Dave Filoni makes you care about the clones all the way up until the last episode where you still care about them. Even though they're... I mean, I care about Rex. <laughs> I care about Rex, too. Even Jesse. Um, I'll throw Jesse there, too. I care about Jesse, too. Yeah. But he was... He acknowledged Stubborn. Rex as, a, as treason. <laughs> yeah. But, anyhow, I feel like that's a good way to wrap up this episode on Yoda. Josh, is there any last thoughts, statements that you want to make on Yoda? I don't know. I, I love Yoda as an overall character. I think he's just, like, our grand grandfather of star wars he he's not all knowing but he knows a lot he knows he is the grandmaster of the jedi and he does survive order 66 and i do like how he did pop up in rebels when uh he was talking to ezra and i even think i didn't like the animation of him yeah the the animation was the animation was very odd but I mean, definitely a difference in animation from Clone Wars and Rebels, and hopefully this new series I actually want them to keep it uh, animation. I don't know about you, what your preference is. I want to keep the Clone Wars animation that they just had. Yeah, I think that would be phenomenal. I actually didn't really love the animation in the fourth season of Rebels, and I really liked the animation. It it took my eyes a second to adjust to the one in Clone Wars, but I really like it, and I I would rather see the Rebels sequel maintain uh, animation. I thought it did great. Um, that also is just my my preference. You're welcome to have a different one. But I, I agree. I agree. Um, <laughs> so next week, Matt, who are we talking about? Uh, we are discussing Dryden Voss, and we hinted at it earlier, but we have Radio Rebellion, a Star Wars podcast, and they are going to be joining us. We're going to be joined by Alberto from that show. Um, we're going to be talking all things Dryden Voss, the bad, bad man, bad gangster from Solo, a Star Wars story. And I'm pretty excited about it. Um, it was a great conversation we had. I'm excited for you guys all to hear it. Yes. Definitely, um, they they opened up a new light on Dryden for me because, you know. I like Dryden. <laughs> and I, you're still crazy if you've only seen Solo twice. Yes. Um, <laughs> This might actually have to be that episode might be our last podcast because I just don't know if I can I can associate myself with someone who doesn't watch solo more than twice. Okay, okay, but I do love Rogue One. Rogue One, we we love Rogue One. That was was that our first movie that we actually saw after the semester ends? It ended yes, in, uh, I believe was so. Was that sophomore year? I believe so. It yes, yes, it was. It was. Okay, can confirm that that was the first one we saw, and we have gone on to see every single star wars movie after that with one another so you know what actually yes. you reminded me of the good times I, I, we'll stick together we'll stick together a little bit longer <laughs> sounds good <laughs> and you the listener out there josh i'm gonna say this yeah and i know you feel this too i'm just gonna be the one to say it um we've had some crazy crazy growth 
in these first what this will be our 18th episode yeah and it's a big thanks to you guys thank you all you guys out there are make this so much fun for us as you know we do this for fun but we we have a blast doing it and it's nice to know that people out there also enjoy it as well so we want to say yeah. thank you for that. And then I want to say you guys can help us continue to grow this podcast. And the main ways you can do that is I'm going to, I'm going to list three things. You guys can't see this, but I'm holding up three fingers. The first one is tell a friend about us. If you know you like this show that much and you want it to keep continuing, then tell someone about it. Tell your next door neighbor who you saw was wearing a Star Wars shirt one time. Tell the Star Wars lover in your life about it if if they don't know about it already do that that would be fantastic number two would be drop a rating and review if you're on apple podcasts or if you listen to us on spotify but you have apple just go over there give us a rating and review tell us what you like what you don't like we'll take it under consideration but that's a great way to help us grow as well and then finally is follow our social medias i plug it every time at the end of the episode and that is no different today as I mentioned earlier, we are at Wannabe Jedi Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. And then our Twitter is at Wannabe Jedi Cast. I've been using Instagram a lot more. I know that, Josh, you were involved with some Instagram posts recently. Yep. But feel free to interact with us that way. That is a great way for us to get to know you. And we would love to do that. So thank you guys so much for listening, as always. And we will see you guys all next week. May the force be with you all. Boom. Boom.